bottom of Yudam Abayis Fetik Marim Yigazer Ab Yehuda Demalsil Mechamene. We see Ab Yehuda was Gazer that you might come to eat. Is that true? V'hatanad Mishikar Av Haimer. There's a halacha called the carbon Haimer. Bezashem. We're going to learn. We're going to know Maseches Minachais in Yerushalayim Yerakaydash. If we believe that, we'll get there one day. But Maseches Minachais, we're going to see that there's something called the Haimer. And when you bring the Haimer, you're allowed to eat Chadash. So what? After they brought the Haimer, Yitz and they would go out. Umayitz and Shukei. They would find that the Shuki Yushalayim were full of flour and full of roasted flour. So you see that people were obviously, didn't come by itself, people were obviously working with the Chadash. The Chum weren't happy that people were producing Kemach and Kali before the Aymer. Right, right after the Aymer was brought, they were running out to, this, to Yushalayim and they saw Kemach. How did the Kemach get there? Obviously, someone was grinding the Kemach, even though at the time that he was grinding it, it was Chadash. So that's Called Shalai Brots and Chacham Divir Abmer. According to Abmer, it's Shalai Brots and Chacham because we're afraid you might come to eat. Rabbi Yehuda, I'm no. Brots and Chacham, my Yoisim. Rabbi Yehuda says it's fine. There's nothing wrong with doing that. There's nothing wrong with uh, with uh, working with the Chadash, there's no problem with that. You see Rabbi Yehuda did not make Xeria that you might come to eat. We said Rabbi Yehuda is afraid you're going to come to eat Chametz. Why was Rabbi Yehuda afraid you're going to come to eat Chadash? There's something very unique about Chadash. Besides the Isser to eat Chadash, there's also an Isser to cut Chadash. We're going to learn about Hashem Mesachas Menachas. There's an Isser to cut Chadash in the regular way that you cut other Tvua. You have to be Mishana when you cut the Chadash. You have to cut it with Kitov, with your hands, whatever, not a normal way to cut. So because there's a Halacha that you have to cut it with your hands, you can't do a normal Ketzirah. So people have that we're dealing with something which is not a regular thing, something gets Aser. And a Mela, because you're only Matir to cut it by like grabbing it so to speak not a regular normal way to cut so then who's Zachar that's why he remembers that there is an is so that he knows that this thing is Aser so now he, when he's working with the Kemach he also remembers that this thing is Aser and Amela we don't have a Cheshash that you'll come to eat it that is Rabbi's Teretz it's very nice. When you're cutting it off. But grinding, sifting, then there's no shinoi. So how could you tell at the time of grinding, at the time of sifting, how could you tell that you're doing something that's aser? You're dealing with something that's aser, huh? Oh, very good. But nowadays it's very normal to wear masks. I wouldn't be able to tell either. So I think about Holy Kasha, Tchina Brechaya Diyad, Harkada Al Gabe Nafa. The way they used to do Tchina before the Oimer was they would use a hand grinder, which wasn't normal. Harkada they would do on the back of the of the sifter, which also wasn't normal. So Mela, that's considered enough of a Shinoi, and therefore that's what they would do. And the Mela, there's no Cheshash that you're going to eat. The mission over there, Menachah says, You're allowed to cut from Beis HaShlochim. Beis HaShlochim is a field that needs irrigation. And Amakim is a field that doesn't grow such nice Tfua. So because you're not supposed to take the Oimer from Beis HaShlochim and Amakim, because the Tfua over there is not upscale Tfua, it's a little bit Shvach Tfua. So you're not supposed to get, you're not, so you're not supposed to take the Oimer from there. So therefore there's no Iser to cut from that field. The Iser to cut is only to cut 
not something that you would be able to use for the Oimer, you're not allowed to cut before you bring the Oimer. But a base shlachan about makin, where it's not, we're not supposed to use for the Oimer lechatchila. So meila lechatchila, you're allowed to cut it normally. You're allowed to cut from base shlachan and and ba makin. Avaloi goichim. Chazal told you you shouldn't make piles. You want to cut them, cut them. But you shouldn't make piles. You shouldn't be isaac so much in the chadash. Again, we're afraid you might come to eat. But what do you see? Learns that that Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yehuda. So the Chaya Ma'ikal Amei Rabbi Yehuda. There's no Shinoi. We're going the base Hashlachim. You're cutting in a field which you, where you can't take the Amei from. So you're allowed to cut it normally. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, you're allowed to cut from the base Hashlachim and the Amakim. You know, I'll make you know, I'll make goitz. You know, I'll make a goitz. You know, I'll make a pile. But you let it cut, so you see clearly that we're not afraid that even when you're cutting, that you're going to end up eating some of the food. So you see clearly, that Yehuda is not afraid that you're going to eat the food, and that's the Gemara's kasha. Why is he not afraid? Elam Rabbi a different tarets. So we slug up Rabbi's tarets. We say a different tarets. Chadash badal minei chametz lay badal minei. Chadash everybody knows is aser until Pesach, so everyone keeps away from it. So Miller, we're not afraid. <coughs> even when you're working with it, we're not afraid. They're going to come to eat it. But chametz, like Baldwin, a guy's busy eating pretzels the whole year. He's not going to keep in mind that there's an Issa to eat chametz. So, Mela, that's why we're afraid, even according to Behuda, if you're going to allow a person to do Badika's chametz, that's why, according to Behuda, we're afraid you're going to eat it because people do not keep away from chametz. That's Abayi's tarots. Oh my Rava, do Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda Kasha? You had a you had a Kasha from Rabbi Yehuda to Rabbi Yehuda, and you said a tarots. Do Rabbanah, do Rabbanah like Kasha? What about the Rabbanah? The Rabbanah by us, we're not afraid you're going to eat the chametz. And the Rabbanah over there, your mayor, he's the Chum usually to disagree with Rabbi Yehuda. The mayor, he says by Oimer, there's no problem. Forget the Chum said you shouldn't make the kamach, you shouldn't make the kali. The Chum said you shouldn't do it. So the Chayy, you see, according to Rabbi Meir, by Oimer, Rabbi Meir says you're not supposed to make Kemach and Kali before the Oimer. And by Chametz, the Chametz say, you're allowed to do B'dikas Chametz after Zman Isser. We're not afraid you're going to eat it. So for character, it's the, the Kasha goes the other way. Do you see by Chametz, there are Mekel. And by Oimer, they're Machmer. They say you can't do it. So the Chametz says, Tira. So the Rabban and the Banan like Kasha. Why are you only bothered by the Tira and the Yehuda? The Chametz, the Rabban and the Banan is also Shver. So Zatik Ma, this is a bias cash. Zatik Ma, Ella, to Rabbi Yehuda, Ella, my Rava, this is Rabbi Yehuda, Rava talking, that's the basket. So, to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, like cash, Kiddushanina. We'll stick with the tarots we said before. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda is not a steer. Either Abayah's tarots, or Rava's tarots, or Abayah didn't like Rava's tarots, but we'll stick with the tarots we said before. To Abana, the Abana, Nami, like cash, you know what the difference is? Who adds my Mechazer, Allah, the Sarfai, Mechal Kaachamine? He's trying to burn it. Why is he, why is he, why is he cleaning up the Chamets? Why is he doing beer Chamets? Because he's trying to burn it. So we're not afraid if you're you goof for trying to get the chametz, to get rid of it. We're not afraid that you're going to eat it. When you're working with the chadash, we're afraid you're going to eat it. But when you're working with the chametz and you're, afraid, and, and, and you're trying to burn the chametz, then we're not afraid you're going to eat it. We're holding it out from an alpha, ten lines from the top. Now the acharnim has to kasha that it's a big machlaikas if you have to burn your chametz. Rabbi Yehuda is the one that holds you have to burn chametz. Here you see that even the, we're going to the cham here. Here you see the cham use the term who acts my chametz. He's trying to burn the chametz. You don't have the cham don't hold. You have to burn chametz. Cham say you can do whatever you want with chametz. So you can flush down toilet, whatever you want to do with it, bury it, whatever you want to do with it. So lachayr in this gemara it sounds like there's a lachatchila according to the cham to do streifa. There's a big discussion in the achrayim if there's a raya from this gemara. But the point of the gemara is. That you see that when according to the chavim, if a person is trying to get rid of it, we're not afraid that you're going to eat it. 
That is the first parrots of the Gemara. Ravashi Yomar de Rabbi Yehuda de Rabbi Yehuda loy kasher. Ravashi says a different parrots. What was the kasher? Rabbi Yehuda Bayal says if you're going to do bedikas chametz, when it's also to eat the chametz, we're afraid you're going to eat it. And Rabbi Yehuda by Kemach and Kali said we're not afraid you're going to eat it. You're allowed to work with the Kemach and the Kali before the Omer. We're not afraid you're going to eat it. So the Gemara Rabbi Yehuda loy kasher Kemach vekali tonight. Well, over there we're dealing with Kemach and Kali flour and roasted uh, roasted uh, grain. You can't. It's not royal achila. Kemach and Kali is not something you can eat. So Mela Zakta Behuda or Zakta Rashi in a Behuda Shita that over there we're not afraid you're going to eat it because you're dealing with stuff that's not royal achila. No one's eating flour. So Mela, that's the reason why Behuda is made. But over here you're dealing with Kishmaka pretzels and Cheerios, whatever you find by your Bedikas Chavitz. So then we're afraid you might eat it. That's of Ashi's terrors. And the Gemara says, Ravashi This the Ravashi says is not is a, a mistake. Shells like what the word bedusa means. You find it many times in Shas. It's actually interesting. You find it many times in Shas by Ravashi. It's interesting why Ravashi many times Chazal say this. But Chazal say Ravashi was a bedusa. This this tarot's not a good tarot. Why? Because that's only once it's already kemach. After you make it into kemach, after you make it into kali, to say that it's not royal achila. But before you make it into kemach and kali, people munch when you pick off grains. People munch it all the time in the fields. So what are you telling me? There's no problem. It's not right lachila. Shkayach, it's not right lachila. But it didn't become kemach today. You had to pick it. You had to do all these things with it. So l'chayr then, there should be a chashash that you're going to eat it. Tatenach mi kali ve'elach. After you roasted me, karad kali ma'ikala me'mar. From till kali, till you roast it, until you grind it. What are you going to say there? L'chayr was right lachila. Maybe you'll say Maybe you'll say what the Gemara said before. The reason why it's mutter is because you don't cut it normally. You grab it. You don't cut it normally before the Aimer Kedarava, like the Kedarava really, like the Gemara starts before. Adamel, that's the reason why it's not so shver. So Alakaitzim Beis Hashlachim V'Sheva Amalkim, the cash we had before. How, you're allowed to cut a Beis Hashlachim and Amalkim, a place where you don't get the Aimer from. You're allowed to cut a Lachatchila. Vilkim Nakeb Yehuda, and we said it's going according to Yehuda. Ma'ikalameim over there. How are you going to answer the Kasha? How could Rabbi Yehuda say you're allowed to cut normally? Why aren't we afraid you're going to eat it? Ella de Ravashi Bedusa. Here, Ravashi's terrets, that it's not Roy Lachila, is not a good terrets. It's a Bedusa. And let's go back to your Gemara's original Pshat. And the Gemara's original Pshat is that the reason why, why Chadash is different is because a person is Badalmine. When it comes to Chadash, a person keeps away from Chadash. He always kept away from Chadash. And the male, there's no Isser. But by Chametz, a person didn't keep away from Chametz a whole year. And that's why there's an Isser. So right now the name of the game is when a guy is bottle, we're not afraid you're going to eat it, and when a guy is not bottle, you are afraid you're going to eat it. So you'll let it work in a trade for a restaurant. Maybe yeah, according to this gemara, a person's bottle meaning it's not something a person normal. Now there's an instant deal with tray for food. That's a discussion for itself. I'm just talking objectively, working with tray for food. The gemara from the gemara seems to say it's bottle meaning we're not afraid you're going to eat it. So maybe they want to be an answer. That's what the gemara seems to be saying till now. Any time a person is not Badomine, is Rabbi Huda not Hashem. As we proceed in Shas, we will see more and more Gemaras that we learned already, as opposed to Gemaras that we will learn. So, this Mishnah we learned. Actually, everyone learned it. And by Malikin. Well, actually, no, not inspired. A person should not make a hole in an egg and fill it up with oil. And put it next to an air. In order, right? They didn't have wasn't Baruch Hashem. We have electric lights, but in those days it was very sophisticated. They had, they had a whole much more complicated system, and they had to keep replenishing the oil. So they would have a little thing of shaman, and it would drip inside. 
and then you would refill the oil as the oil goes out. While you're burning the candle, you would, it, would, it would automatically refill from this other container. So the Tanakhama says, you're not allowed to, even if it's made out of cheres, because we're afraid that you might take some oil off to use for your chvase, for your food, and then you're going to be because you're putting out the fire early because you're getting you're taking out some of the oil. So that's why we're afraid you're not allowed to do that by a shefer shalvetza. Rabbi Yehuda matir, and Rabbi Yehuda says it's mutter. So you see, Rabbi Yehuda wasn't afraid that you might come to take oil, eat it, whatever. You might come to take oil. And Rabbi Yehuda says it's mutter. And by us, Rabbi Yehuda says you're not allowed to work with chametz because we're afraid you're going to eat the chametz. Is there a difference between the Gemara over there, the Mishnah over there, and the Mishnah by us? It seems to be a stira. By Shabbos, Shabbos is always more chamer. So Mela, because Shabbos is so chamer, so Yehuda's sheet is a guy will keep away from Shabbos too. And Mel, just like Yehuda says, by we said before, by Chadash it's bedili minei. By Chametz it's not, but Shabbos, but Chametz is Chadash it's bedili minei. Shabbos also a guy keeps away from it. And Mela, the Allah is it is mutter. What does the word bedili mean? It's the same word as Havdallah. You make a separation. That's what Bedili means. Bedili means is a clear-cut separation. A guy once told me, whenever it comes to a gray area, he always, sleep, he always slips right into it. Because if there's no clear Havdallah between you and the Zach, if it's not Mivda when it comes to Chametz, it's gray. I don't know, yesterday I was able to eat it. Today, uh, the guy gets confused. If it's not Mivda Bedili Minei. Mivda Bedili Minei means there's a clear separation between you and the Zach. And that's the key to being Matzliach in any area of Avedis Hashem. Make the boundary. Make the Havdallah. Then it will be Mivda so when it comes to Shabbos, a person will be mivda abdili because Shabbos is very chamer, it's very clear cut. No one has a tzad that you can mechal Shabbos achmaltzad and meila. Everybody is going to be machmer, and therefore Yehuda wasn't machmer over there. For I mean, the Shabbos, the Shabbos, I'll find your place. For Rabbi Yehuda was had Ivestira on Shabbos itself. Tanya Baruch Hashem, we learned this this brayso also Baruch Hashem. We had it in Mesach Shabbos. Chevel deletion, if sack a, a, a rope of a pail that ripped off. You shouldn't make a knot. Ella Oinva, you should make a bow. Rabbi Yehuda, I marry Rabbi Yehuda because a bow is not a knot. Rabbi Yehuda, I marry Rabbi Yehuda says You can only wrap around like a certain kind of belt, but you shouldn't make ubavach. You shouldn't make a bow. You shouldn't make a bow. You could wrap a belt. You shouldn't make a bow. So you see, the Rabbi Yehuda's machmir over there. You shouldn't make a bow. So you see, l'chaya, Rabbi Yehuda's machmir by Shabbos. He doesn't say mivdal b'dilimine. He says you shouldn't make a bow. Kasha de Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda. Kasha de Rabban Rabban. Really, the kasha goes both ways. The Rabban over there hold you're allowed to make a bow and buy the oil. The Rabban and say you're not allowed to put that thing on top of the. On top of the air, because we're afraid you're going to take some oil. And Abi Yehuda is fakir by the oil. He says mutter. And over here, he says you know I'll make a bow. L'chayas tira zatigimar diabana diabana loy kasha shemen b'shemen michlaf. The reason why the abana were machin by shemen is because it's very easy, it's very hard to discern the difference between taking shemen from this clay that's dripping into the air and taking some shemen from your shelf. So a guy, a guy, it doesn't look like it's mamish in the air. It's a little bit above the air. So a guy can't tell that this thing is mamish feeding into the air. He doesn't. He's not such a London. He can't figure that out. So if you're going to allow him to take out oil from, if you, we're afraid that if there's a very stark chashash that a guy might not be able to differentiate and might take oil from the container on top of the nair and a meila because there's a michlaf. That's why. So so that's that. So meila chazal said you're not allowed to do a chachila. You're not allowed to make this contraption because we're afraid you're going to take oil. But aniva bikshira like michlaf. But if a guy wants to fix his rope on his pail and we tell him you can only make a bow, now there's a very 
great big difference between a bow and a knot. So if you let the guy make a bow, we're not afraid he's going to come to make a knot. And Amel, that's why the Chacham said you can make a bow, but you can't make a knot. Knots Midiraisa, you're allowed to make a bow. So that's a tarot in the Chachamim by the, the, the difference between oil and making a bow. To Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda like Hasha, time with Rabbi Yehuda, the reason why Rabbi Yehuda says, you're now to make a bow, love me from the Gazer, Aniva to Kshira. The reason why Rabbi Yehuda says, you can't make a bow, has nothing to do with Xerah, because Rabbi Yehuda doesn't make Xerah by Shabbos. Just like you see by oil, Rabbi Yehuda doesn't make Xerah, he holds, you're allowed to make this contraption, he's not afraid you're going to take oil. So the reason why Rabbi Yehuda holds, you're allowed to make a knot, Ela me from the Kasavar, Aniva, this we had at the end of Masechus Erevin, uh, right? You can see it. There's the last Gemara Masechus Erevin. Rabbi Yehuda holds that Aniva itself is considered a knot. So the reason why Rabbi Yehuda says you're not allowed to make a bow on your pail is not because he makes exer. Rabbi Yehuda never makes exer. The reason why Rabbi Yehuda says it's Aser is because he holds that a bow is a knot. And a male, when you're making a bow, you're being Ivor Nisar. So that's why Rabbi Yehuda holds it's Aser. So let's just recap. When it's a Mivdal B'dilimine, we don't make Xera. When it's not Mivdal B'dilimine, we do make Xera. Frati Gemara Vaita, Verami Dirabana, Dirabana, Laskis, Dirin Dirabana, Ditanan. Another Mishnah that we learned. Kaishrin, Dili, Bepisakia, Avaloi Bechavel. You let a tie a pail with a Pisakia kind of belt. Avaloi Bechavel. And you're not allowed to tie, but you're not allowed to tie it, now make a with a rope. For Rabbi Yehuda Mater. And Rabbi Yehuda says, it's Mutter. So, what kind of rope are we talking about? If we're talking about a regular rope, for Yehuda Mata, Yehuda's Mata, you to make a knot with a regular bow, it's a regular knot. You're not allowed to make a knot that with a regular, with, uh, you're not making a knot with a regular rope. A regular rope you're planning on leaving there, there's no side you're going to take it apart. And then it's going to be a Kesha Shokayam, it's going to be a Kesha that lasts, and Lachayat should be us. So, obviously, we're not talking about a regular, a regular rope. For sure, you're going to leave it there. And again, why are you allowed to tie your shoes? I know, it used to be that people used to tie their shoes. People used to have shoes that have laces. I'm all it used to be like that. And why are you allowed to tie your shoes? Because shoes, you, um, you're going to untie when you take out that night. You're going to untie them. But this rope, if you're using a real rope, you're not planning on untying it. It's going to stay there forever. So, so, that, so over here, if it would be a regular rope, for sure should be Yasser. Alapshita de Gardi. We're not talking about a regular rope. We're talking about a rope that is used in Gardi as a tailor. A tailor has a special rope that he uses in his job. And a male of that rope, you're never going to leave tash to the pail because you need it after Shabbos. So Mela, if you're, ta- you're allowed to tie a Chevel de Gardi because we're not afraid you're going to leave it there forever, you're obviously going to take it apart. The Gazir Abadan, so you see what? You see the Abadan said, you're not allowed to use this Chevel de Gardi. The Gazir Abadan, Chevel de Gardi, Otu Chevel de Alma. They said, you're not allowed to tie your pail with a chevel de gardi. So, and, and, and we just said before that the Rabbanim were not afraid and they said you're allowed to make a bow and we're not afraid if you're going to make a bow you're going to make a knot. So buy a bow, they said you're allowed to make a bow. But to use a chevel of a gardi that they were a matter. <coughs> What's the difference? And chevel be chevel michlaf aniva bikshira loy michlaf If a guy's handling with a rope, it's very hard to differentiate. This is a rope of a tailor this is a regular rope. If a guy's using a rope he's going to come to use any rope. But if you tell him he can only make a bow, everyone can tell the difference between a bow and a regular knot and a mela. That's what the Chachavim were in Kaiser. So that is the Cheshbin in the Gemara so far. 
When you have a concept of Badumine, Rabbi Yehuda to make Xera, Vehatnan, I believe there's a Mishnah. Yeah, a Mishnah of Isaiah Bez Hashem. We are going to learn. We are going to know. Rabbi Isaiah, if we believe it, we'll get there. In Yerushalayim, Yerakhaydesh. And when we learn it, it will be relevant, Bez Hashem. So we're going to see in Mesachas Bechayris Amaradikadin that the Allah is when you have a Bechayr, you now want to make a Mum in a Bechayr. One of the problems with a Bechayr nowadays is when, it, when you have a real Bechayr, totally gets a Mum, you have to bring it on the Mizbech, and you have big Tsaris on the Mizbech nowadays, which we discussed in the beginning of the Mesachta what you do with a Bechayr. But in those days, it used to be a big Kunz that the Kayin used to try to get Shtik to be able to get that his Bechayr should get a Mum, and then he wouldn't have to bring it to the Mizbech, he'd be allowed to Shecht in his backyard. So Mela, but you're not allowed to make a Mum in a so what's the halacha? In those days, there was something called that sometimes an animal had too much blood, and they would have to let blood from the animal. Now, the letting blood itself is not considered a mum because you make a little hole, the blood, the, the hole will come right back; they will heal right up. But what about? Are we afraid that if we're going to allow you to make a little hole, you might come to make a serious mum, and then they're going to be over in this? So that's the discussion in the Mishnah in Mesachas Bechayr. So the Mishnah says like this: Bechayr shaach zaydam, a bechayr that has too much dam, afilu who mace, even if he's going to die, ain makizin loydam tiver Rabbi Yehuda. You're not allowed to let blood from this animal, even though you could do it in a way that it's not going to make a mum. Rabbi Yehuda makes exera. If you're going to do it in a way where it's not going to make a mum, you're going to do it in a way where it will make a mum. And the Rabbi Yehuda says it's aser. As long as you don't put a mum. So what do you see? Over there it's Kachim. Kachim, we always said, we had actually a few blad ago. Kachim is Mivdal Bdili Mine. We had it on Daf Vavam and Aleph, I believe. Yeah, Vavam and Aleph. We, we had a concept called Kachim is Mivdal Bdili Mine. So the Chayah here, it's Kachim, it's Mivdal Bdili Mine. And Abu Yehuda says, You're not allowed to be Makis Dam. Why are you not allowed to be Makis Dam? The Chayah guy's not going to come to make a, to make a, a real mum. He's going to be careful. Kachim, person's very careful with. So the Chai wise of you who to say, you're not allowed to let blood. We're afraid you might come to make a mum. So to Gemara, Gemara says, Amari, to Kedina, but he said, we have to internalize this Gemara. A guy gets tumult when it comes to his money. Amrina, we're going to say, if you're mad to him, if you're going to be mad to him in a place where you can't do a mum, he's going to come to do it. In a place where it makes a mum. Ah, you said touch your Mivdal very nice. Till it comes to Gelt. Once it comes to Gelt, there's no Mivdal anymore. Everything goes out the, the window. Adav, Bohol, everybody said. But it's only if it's Mamayna. If, if you know where the money comes from, it's not Mamayna. If it's Mavin Shemai, if the Bereshim sends it to you, then there's no, it doesn't say Adam Bohol, Mamayna. It's Adam Bohol, Mamayna. If you remember that it's not your Mamayna. And if, even if you let this go, you'll get the money somewhere else, then you won't be an Adam Bohol, Mamayna. It's only if you feel like, oh, I made my money. I can't lose my money. So, Mela, the Gemara says, because we're terrified, most people unfortunately don't have betachen, and Mela, they think it's their money, and Mela, they get, it gets a tumult, and they, all barriers get broken, and we're afraid that you might come to make a mom. Rabbana, the Rabbana don't even disagree with this lambdas. If a guy thinks it's his money, of course it's going to be bahal on the money. But, kal shekain di iloi sharis leklal, asilamabba, the chum say, a psychology the other way. If you're not going to let the guy do anything, <laughs> then he's going to be stumped. Be over in Israel. So you let the guy, give, give the guy a little breathing room. Let him do a hakaza in a way that's not going to make him mum. And then he won't come to be over in Israel. Both of them agree a guy is Bahalama According to Abihuda, we tell you, we shut the door on you completely. 
and we don't want to get, let you get near that animal. According to the Chamfaker, we opened the door a little bit in order that a guy who shouldn't be Baha Mine shouldn't go a little bit crazy. Huh? Same with the fire and Shabbos. Same with the fire and Shabbos. Alright, so I think we had the concept of Shabbos. Yeah, Adam Baha Mine, we had him in Shabbos, we'll see it. Correct. Is that true? Does Rabbi Is that true? Does Rabbi Yehuda say this concept of Adam Baha Lama Mine? We're going to learn, we're going to learn, we're going to in Yerushalayim, and over there we're going to see Rabbi Yehuda, Ein Mekadrin Habehem Abiyamta. So sometimes an animal gets dirt on it and you have to brush it. They used to brush it down. So there are different kinds of brushes that they would use. Mikadrin is a kind of brush which would make a, a cut in the animal. And a male, you're not to make a cut in an animal on Shabbos. So therefore, on Yom Tov, we're talking about Yom Tov over there. So you're not to be Mikadrin, the behem of Yom Tov, and you're going to make a hole in the animal. Avon Mikartsvin, but you're allowed to use a brush called a, a Kirtsov, which is a brush that doesn't make a hole. There, we're not afraid you're going to come to make a hole. That is a Yehudah Shita. Any brushing at all. Even a brush that doesn't make a hole, you're not allowed to use. And Igmar explains. Vitanya, the Bryce explains. What are the two different kinds of brushes? There's a new thing for the Shabbos lamp. They can make a, a Shabbos brush for brushing, for brushing your animals. Kider is like has small bristles and it can make a chabura. It has bigger bristles, and it doesn't make a chabur. So what do you see? You see Rabbi Yehuda says, you're allowed to be mikad in your behemah on Yom Tif, and we're not afraid. What do you mean? Maybe you'll get tumult. Your animal's dirty. Your animal's going to get hurt. But you'll get tumult. How are we mad to you to use a brush with big bristles? <laughs> should be afraid. You're going to get tumult, and you might come to use the other brush. So to your mind, no. There there's no bahalama mine. Over there by the Bukhar, if you're going to leave it over there, if you're going to leave the Bukhar with, with too much dab, he's going to die. Abrin and Adam Bahalamamayna. There a guy gets a tumult and a mela, we're afraid he's going to come to be Mikhail, come to be Avram Bukhar. Over here, if he leaves it, it's just a question of tsar. The animal's not going to die. The animal's a little dirty. It'll be a little tsar. But not more than that. So, Mela, it's only tsar. We're not afraid. A person's going to be balamayna. We're only afraid if a guy's worried about a serious loss. But a small loss, he got a little tsar, not a big deal. We're not afraid of Adam balamayna. But for Rabbi Yehuda, Maishna Gabi Chametz the Gazar, who Maishna Gabi Kirtzov the Loi Gazar. But now we have a simple kasha. Rabbi Yehuda by Chametz said, "We're afraid you're going to eat Chametz." And by Kirtzov, he wasn't afraid that you're going to use the other brush. What's the difference? Why by Kirtzov are we not afraid you're going to mix up the brushes? And by Chametz, we're afraid. You're going to come to eat chametz. Now, vice dies. The Gemara doesn't say that chametz, when you're dealing with food, we're afraid a guy's going to eat. Obviously, the Gemara is not differentiating between eating and other things. Obviously, it's all the same. If we're afraid, we're afraid. So, Melafret, the Gemara, what's the difference between chametz and kirtzov? So, the Gemara, lachem, balachem, ichlav. It's very easy to, defer, to, to, make a, to make a mistake and think that you have chametz and you think you have matzah and not realize what you're eating. It's very easy to make that mistake. Kider, be kirtzov, michlav. But it's very, when you have two separate brushes, one is a kider, one is a kirtzov, then we're not afraid. The guy's going to mix up the brushes, and that's why Yehuda's not afraid of mixing them up, and therefore, and there's no Bahalamamayne, so that's the reason why it's Mutter. So, according to Yehuda, whenever there's a Bahalamamayne, it is going to be Aser. Whenever there's no Bahalamamayne, it's Mutter, and whenever it's Mivdabdilimine, it is also Mutter.
Zok Tehelik Mishnah. This is Mamish relevant to us by eating on Arab Pesach. When is a person allowed to eat chametz on Arab Pesach? So we said from the seventh hour, sometimes it gets confusing when you talk about hours. The seventh hour is the hour after Chatzais. The sixth hour, right? How old are you, right? If you're, when you're a kid, you always say when you're 10 and you're turning 11, you're in the 11th year. The 11th year is the year that goes from 10 to 11, right? You always want to be in the 11th year. You want to be a year older. But when it comes to hours, it's the same thing. The sixth hour is the hour before Chatzais that goes from 5 to 6. The seventh hour is the hour that goes from Chatzais to the next hour, from 6 to 7. So the fifth hour is the hour that goes from 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 five from 4 to 5. That's the fifth hour. Fifth hour is 4 to 5. Sixth hour is 5 to 6. So let's see it inside. You're allowed to eat in the fifth hour. You have to burn in the beginning of the sixth. The Isser de Raisa is in the beginning of the seventh. Chazal asks you to eat it and to have Anah in the sixth hour. So mainly you start burning in the beginning of the sixth hour but you can eat the whole fifth hour. We're not afraid that if you eat in the fifth hour, you might come to eat in the sixth hour. We're not afraid of that. We don't pass on this. We pass on Kabihuda. You're only allowed to eat in the fourth hour, which is the reason why if you look on your calendar you will see. Look outside. They got a new fancy electric calendar so make sure to look and you'll see over there that it will say Saiz man achila and Saiz man beer. Saiz man achila is because we pass in the Kabihuda, so you only let it eat the fourth hour. The, the, so that's Saiz man achila. The toilin kalchamish and the fifth hour, which is from four to five, two hours of fuchatzais. You don't have to burn, but you're not you're not allowed to eat. It's called toilin. It's hanging in, hanging in the air. You're not allowed to eat it, but you don't have to burn it. The sarfin betchila sheish and you burn in the beginning of the sixth. So everybody agrees an hour before chatzais is an issa derabanan. You got to start. Burning. The question is, what do you do in the fifth hour? According to Abihud, you can still eat in the fifth hour. According to Mary, you can still eat in the fifth hour. According to Abihud, the way we pass in, you cannot eat in the fifth hour, you can only eat in the fourth hour. Abihuda says a story. There were two puzzle of chalas of a carbon taida. Carbon taida brings a lot of chalas. There were two puzzle of chalas. They used to put it on top of the itztava. The itztava was like a binion that they had in the Harabais, where everyone was able to see the Harabais. is very tall. Everyone was able to see it. So as long as those two chalas were sitting there, everybody's allowed to eat chametz. It's a simon that it still right, didn't have water in those days. So it's a simon that it's still the fourth hour, you're allowed to eat. Mitla achas, if one was taken away, so then it's mid, 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 mid madrega, so it's the fifth hour. Toilin, then you're not allowed to eat. It's toilin. Le'echlem, filaisarfin. You're not allowed to eat, but you don't have to burn. Mitlushte, and once both of them are taken away, the chalas of toida were chametz, by the way. That's the reason why they used that as a simon. It was a chal of chametz, so they used that as a simon. So nitlushte, if both of them are taken away, his chilo kal ha'am sarf. And then everybody has to begin to be sayif. That's the simon. There's all of Yehuda Shita, that there's three levels. That's Gamliel says you can eat chulin the whole fourth hour. Truma kalchamish. We don't want to ruin truma. So we'll give you one extra hour to eat truma. So in the fifth hour, two hours of Fokhatzai, from four to five, you're allowed to eat truma. But you have to burn in the beginning of the sixth hour. That's the Machlaikis in the Mishnah. We have a mayor, that's Makel. We have a Behuda, that is Machmer. We pass like a Behuda. And then we have a Gamliel, that has like a middle Shita, a difference between Truma and Chulin.
Zog the Gemara. Tonight, Hassam. Bez Hashem, we are going to learn. We are going to know Mesechah Sanhedrin in Yerushalayim, Yer Kadesh. And over there, one of the most fundamental parts of Sanhedrin is the concept of Eidus. You have to check out an aid and make sure that everything stems. So, Echad Oimer Bishnaim, one person says the murder took place on the second day of the month. Echad Oimer Bishlaisha. And the other aid says the murder took place on the third day of the month. Eidusan Kayemes. We do not say that they're being say to each other. Their Eidus is still Kayem. Why? One guy knows that there were two days of Shkadesh. One guy doesn't know. So one guy thought it was the second day of the month. One guy thought no guy knew it was the third day of the month. So that's how they can make a confusion. One person says it's on the third day of the week. And one person says it's on the fifth day of the week. Because then there's no mocking to make a mistake. Because you should know if it's Tuesday or Thursday. So there's no Medulah Bechla. One says in the second hour of the day, and one says in the third hour of the day. So they made a mistake in the, which hour of the day it took place. The Eidus is Kayam because a person can make a mistake between the second hour and the third hour. Let's say one says in three, one says in five, then Eidus and Betel. So there's a two hour discrepancy between the Eidim, then the Eidus is Baltal because there's no way that you can make a difference between three and five. It's too, again, people used to tell with the sun. They used to be able to tell what hour was in the sun, with the sun. So the difference between three and five is too big of a difference, and a male would not, it's not the that a guy made a mistake, and Melo we say one day Taka say to each other, and they're not kosher aid. And then if it's three and five, according to Rabbeir, Divir Rabbeir. You see where we're heading over here. But anyway, because you see, according to Amir, there could be a discre- uh, you can't have a discrepancy of one hour, but you won't have a discrepancy of two hours. Rabbi Yehuda, Amir, Eidusen Kayemes. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says, even if it's a two-hour discrepancy, it doesn't make a difference. The Allah says, we still assume that a guy made a mistake. But, if one guy says in the fifth hour, and one guy says in the seventh hour, then their Eidus is bottled. There, even according to Yehuda, no one's going to make a mistake, because in the fifth hour, the sun is in the east, and in the, and the seventh hour, the sun is in the west. Any guy that, even if you don't know your sundial, everyone should be able to figure out the difference between five and seven. So we have Machlaikis, your mayor holds a two-hour discrepancy. You guys are out from two to three, two to five, three to five. You're out. According to Yehuda, you're not out. But if it's from five to seven, then you're out. So the Gemara is going to analyze what this Machlaikis is, and then we'll see what it has to do with our Mishnah. No, it's just listening to the Mishnah. No, it's just the Mishnah. It's Mishnah and no, no shaykhs. Just a, a mission and it's the mission list a bunch of mistakes a guy can make. We're we're starting to on this. Let's figure out what the machlaikis is. Listen to this. Very interesting. According to Abmeir, a person doesn't make any mistakes. We'll see in a second why. A person can make a mistake a half an hour. Okay? We'll go explain. A guy never makes a mistake. Why? When did the story take place? Again. One eight saying in two, one eight saying in three. According to Amir, that's kosher. You know why Amir holds his kosher? Because Amir says a person never makes a mistake. Why? Why? How could he not make a mistake? 
When did the story happen? The end of the second, the beginning of the third. Between the second, Mamish at the borderline, the going out of the second, meaning the end of the second hour, and the beginning of the third hour. The guy that says two hours, he meant the end of time, so he's right. The guy that says the beginning of the third hour, he meant the beginning of the third hour. So everyone's on the same page. It's beautiful. So no one makes a mistake. According to our mayor, no one's making a mistake. And then that's the reason why it's kosher, because no one's making a mistake. A guy can make a mistake a half hour. Why? Listen to this. When did the story happen? It happened in the middle of the fourth hour. So let's chashmin. One guy says three. One guy says third hour. One guy says five hour. And we're saying it happened halfway in the fourth hour. So what do we say? The guy that says the third hour. He meant the end of the third hour, beginning right at the beginning of the fourth He's off by a half hour because it happened halfway into the fourth hour. He meant to say it was the end of the third hour, so he can make a mistake a half hour. The guy that said five, he meant the beginning of the fifth hour. He's making a mistake the other way. He's saying the beginning of the fifth hour. Really, the story happened halfway through the fourth. And a male, that's how we can do miyashiv. We're trying to be mamayed that according to our mayor, that no one makes any mistakes. According to Yehuda, everyone makes a mistake, but the mistake is only a half hour. And we assume the story happened smack in the middle, and each guy was a half hour off. This is a very short Gemara. The Gemara is going to attack it in a second, but let's just get the Gemara clear. That's one shot, the way the Gemara brings it. Ikadami, the Gemara brings very similar in the next shot. Omer Abaya, Kishatim Salaim, Aladivir Abmeir, Adam Toya Mashu. If you figure it out, you'll see according to Abmeir, a person makes a small mistake, a Mashu. Aladivir Abyhuda, Adam Toya Show Mashu. According to Abyhuda, a person makes a mistake, an hour and a Mashu. Why? Aladivir Abmeir, Adam Toya Mashu. The person makes a mistake, a Mashu. Why? Maiseki Hava. When did the story take place? Either was the end of the second. Second, or was the beginning of the third? The Chad Minayu Toyamashu, right? The story happened at the end of the second, beginning of the third. One guy's making a mashu of a mistake. Either he's a little bit off because he said the end of the second, or he's a little bit off. He said the beginning of the third. That guy just makes a mistake of mashu. Very similar to the Tarets before, just a different way of saying it. That's a person makes a mistake an hour at a mashu. Why? When did the murder happen? Either the end of the third, either the beginning of the fifth. So let's figure this out for a second. We assume the story either happened the end of the third or the beginning of the fifth. So the guy, if it happened at the end of the third, the guy that said the beginning of the fifth is off by an hour and a mashu. If it happened in the beginning of the fifth, the guy that said the end of the third is off by an hour and a mashu. He missed the whole fourth hour and he thought it was the end of the third. Really, it was the beginning of the fifth. So he missed the whole fourth hour and a drop in the beginning of the fifth hour. So this was Abaya's explanation in the Gemara. Beautiful shot. Sounds like a beautiful shot. It's not so beautiful at all. Zatik Gemar. Oh, well, it is beautiful, but this is it's rare. Zatik Gemar. Also, Rav Huna Breda Yehuda. Amra leShmaitza Kamei Rav. Rav Huna Breda Yehuda said this Shmaitza in front of Rav. Now again, who is talking? This was Abayis Pshat. Abayis and Rav. Were contemporaries. So now Abhuna Bredev Yeshua went and reported to Rava Abayas Pshat in the Mishnah and Sanhedrin. Omar, he said, one second, what are you saying? You decided when the murder happened. Who told you? How do you know? 
the murder happened here, the murder happened there. Maybe the guy that said three meant the beginning of the third hour, and the guy that said five meant the end of the fifth hour, and now you have a huge gap between the Adam. Who gives you a right? The guy walks in and said, three hours. Who gives you a right to decide? You know what he means? He means the end of the third hour. He means the beginning of the fifth hour. He's saying, you have no right. You have to figure out exactly when he said it. We know. Whenever a guy comes to try to kill somebody, we try to save the guy's life, right? That's the concept. So, we're guilty until proven innocent. You know why? Because this guy missed meant the end of the third hour. This guy missed meant the beginning of the fifth hour. Then they made a mistake of Shemash or whatever the Cheshmer was, we said. But we're figuring it out for the Adam. Don't figure it out. Don't be Mavar. What the story is. Frantic tomorrow, if you'll be Medayik Bahani Sadi with these Adam, if you check it out, you'll see that the guy that said Shalish, Betchila Shalish, he meant the beginning of the third hour. The guy that said Chamesh, Besayf Chamesh, he meant the end of the fifth hour. There you go. Your Adis is done. They were saying to each other. And we can't kill them. We should come to kill them. It's to try to save the guy's life. How could you say, Mr. he heard his sword here. Mr. he saw it here. It's not a good shot. So Mela Rava has to stretch it. Rava is going to stretch it as far as it can go. Meaning, even if the guy that says three meant the beginning of three and the guy that said five, meant to end of five, he could still make a mistake. And even Rabbi Yehuda, the guy, well, that's Rabbi Yehuda, even according to Amir, if the guy said the beginning of three and the beginning of four, or the beginning of four, the beginning of five, he could still make a mistake. Let's see it inside. A guy could make a two-hour mistake. Why? Because one guy said, according to Amir, one guy said three, one guy said four. We assume the guy that said three meant the beginning of three. And the guy that said four meant the end of four. But it's still kosher. Why? Because the guy can make a two-hour mistake. Very simple. That's what Rabbi says. According to Yehuda, you could be missing Mamish a three-hour mistake. The guy means the beginning of a third. The guy means the end of the fifth. You can make a three-hour mistake. No problem. And the Gemara explains. When did the story happen? It doesn't make a difference when the story happened. Even if it happened at the end, in the beginning of the second hour or the end of the third hour, and they're disagreeing the second or the third hour. One guy says two, one guy says three. Even if the story happened in the beginning of two, and the guy that said three meant the end of three, so he's two hours off. Doesn't make a difference. A guy can make a mistake, a, 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 a little bit less than a two hour mistake. Right, it's a little bit less than two hours. Because let's say it happened 2.03. And this aide is saying 3.59. Or he's saying the end of the third hour is 3.59. So he's off by almost two hours. That's enough. From 2.01, 2.03 to 3.59 is almost two hours. So, but still, according to Amir, a guy can make a mistake. Yodivir Ab Yehuda. Let's say we'll go from Adam Tayyash Shai A guy can make a mistake three hours minus a minus Amashu. Meaning, the story happened 301, and the aid that said it happened in the fifth hour, I'm just picking numbers, but the aid that happened in the fifth hour says it happened 559. He meant 559. To go from 559 to 301 is almost a three hour gap. Doesn't make a difference. According to Behuda, we assume. 
A guy can make such a mistake. According to Yehuda, one guy is making a mistake, a three-hour mistake, and it doesn't make a difference. So there's a very fundamental thing we have to see tomorrow. Very fundamental. According to Yehuda, a guy can make a three-hour mistake. According to Abayah, a guy can only make a two-hour mistake. According to Rava, according to Abayah, it's a little bit less, either an hour or a mashu. And we're going to see how that stems with our Mishnah by Chavitz, how much of a mistake a guy makes when he's eating Chavitz on Arab Pesach.